All right, guys, welcome to episode six of the Whiskey Brothers podcast, 40% craft beer. This is a very interesting podcast around a very gettable whiskey, however, with a very unique uh, flavor profile. Uh, We're reviewing with our good friend Sam Mullins as well. So he adds a little spark to the interview, which is excellent. I hope you guys enjoy and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to another Whiskey Brothers uh, tasting review. Exciting. We have a, a, another guest, which is cool. Uh, so, Greg, I know we mentioned it last time we spoke. Whiskey tasting. I think we've established that it is our favorite thing to do. Yes? Definitely. Yep. Drink whiskey. Talk about whiskey. Give it a score. Sometimes people like the score. Sometimes people don't. Sometimes we occasionally, one of us gets it wrong. But that's it. And I'm I'm okay every time you do that. I completely I don't I don't we'll hold against you. Move on. We'll get there. I believe in you. So GC, who we got on today? Who's reviewing with us? Uh, well, we're fortunate. We've got Sam Mullins. who looks like he's just joined us from the via the chimney. Um, absolute <laughs> classical hat. Um, Sam, I've known via cricket, and Sam recently. I know you've been doing it for a while as a as a co DJ, um, the mighty Tasman. Yeah. So, uh, pardon the pun, but can you tell us a little bit <laughs> how you got into whiskey? Uh, first got into whiskey, uh, started watching a show called Mad Men. I don't know if you guys have seen it with a guy called Don Draper in it. He's pretty yep. cool. Um, so he was drinking a lot of it. So I just tried to copy him. Um, I've also got a dad who worked in finance for many years and he got given heaps of bottles of scotch as a present. Uh, but he doesn't really drink it. So when I first started getting into it, I raided his cupboard and my love blossomed from there. You are over 18, of course, at the time of the raid. Oh, uh, like, yeah, for the purpose of this podcast, yes. I yeah, would. correct. Yeah, responsible. responsible there you go. Right. Thank like you, it. Apple. So can you uh, tell us a little bit about that? That's obviously done really well. That's your the single. It's on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So Tom and I, the, the guy that... Uh, sorry, Judge. <laughs> sorry. I, uh, Tom, the guy that I DJ with, yeah, we, we've been DJing together for probably about six years. We decided to give production a go. Um, we got really lucky. The song that we made did pretty well. We got up to number four, I think, in a chart um, that a lot of DJs buy their music from, um, which was really cool. Uh, and yeah, it just kind of rolled on from there. So um, yeah, in, the next one's in the works at the moment. So going to try and come up with another catchy name just so you can roll with that for next time I'm on here. Yeah, we're going to open up the question with that. And you know, you've, uh, you've listened to the other uh, previous podcast. So, if you, yeah. as a cricketer, comparing yourself, um, where 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 are you playing? Great cricket, uh, first class cricket. Yeah. Where, where are you? Yeah. Look, yeah. Look, I've thought really long and hard about this, um, based on the when Matto was on here. Um, I think it was podcast three uh, where he uh, said that he was, you know, probably first or second grade. Um, so I'm definitely not there. I'd say I've had a really good start in fifth grade. Uh, this season so I've just got into fours um, but I'm doing it tough there so looking to really work hard and, and go from there that's good so that's very similar to your actual career correct yeah correct that's that's exactly right so I was very lucky like Greg to play for a fair few clubs yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah some clubs I did a lot better at than others uh, <laughs> but yeah for the whiskey club I am in fourth grade and as a keeper when you say you're pushing fours I assume that's that's as a stick only or is it you've got the you're the ribbon wiki for them as well, or? Uh, stick only, mate. Stick yeah. Only. Oh, happy with that. Perfect. Yeah, we're happy with that. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, um, 
let's pour our whiskies out. So while me and Sam are reviewing the same whiskey, uh, and Greg's doing one by himself today. So we are reviewing the Jamison uh, Cask Mate IPA edition. I'll tell you some more about that in a sec. GC, what do you got for us? I'm um, sticking with the Irish. We've done a lot of Irish lately, um, but I've been looking forward to this one. I get to open a freshie. Uh, I've got the Tullamore Dew uh, 12-year-old, which has been done in bourbon and sherry casks. It's actually um, triple distilled, as you'd expect, uh, but it's also a combination like their, their standard expression of um, all three types of their Irish whiskey. So single pot still, single malt, single grain, um, with a huge emphasis in this expression, apparently, of pot still uh, whiskey. So uh, 12 years, the minimum age whiskey that's in there. So between 12 and 15 years as well. Okay. Well, this is a bottle kill for me too. Just side note, all gone. Healthy, healthy pour. Now, the uh, Jamison IPA edition cast mate. It's an interesting story. So there was a local um, brewer of beer of IPA, Irish Pale Ale, in the area who wanted to use some Jamison barrels to play around with, like a finish for one of their beers. So they sent over some barrels. They used it for the beer, and when they sent the barrels back, uh, obviously the the IPA had gotten right into the into the barrels, and so they thought they'd finish just some standard Jamison off in the IPA barrels uh, and they've come up with this. So interesting to see sort of how it's going to uh, affect the taste of the whiskey. Obviously I've had it before, never with a review hat on. So I'm excited to get into the details of this whiskey. Um, Sam, you want to just take us through what you see as a color? Uh, it's quite light. I don't know if you would agree. We're on you. We're on you. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's quite light at the moment, more like a uh, an apple juicy. Juicy? No, it is. It is. It's a really light, light, light amber, light golden color. Yeah, correct. Um, the legs are really thick and like you can see. Well, you can't see there, but it, it takes a, it's taking a long time for those legs to to join the rest of the team. So yeah, I'd agree there. Really sticky. Should be good. GC, I know you got a fresh bottle, mm. so I'm gonna stop talking about my colour. and allow yeah. I've enjoyed the colour and the history uh, lesson. That's been great. But this is... Um, <laughs> and Sam, interestingly, I think on some of our few posts, I think maybe it was a private message. It was hard not to take it as negative feedback, but sort of asked why, why aren't we drinking... Why aren't we popping bottles every time? I think it was a question. And I sort of said, mate, it's early doors. Like, we can't... We're not just, you know, just a, a world-class DJ like yourself. We can't just have a fresh <laughs> But so I did think it appropriate to actually pop a bottle. I'm hopeful. Again, I don't know where the microphone is on the yeah. laptop, but uh, let's see if we can get one. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so underwhelming. <laughs> oh. That's oh. the worst bottle pop. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I, I, I was expecting, I was expecting, regard microphone or not, you, you might hear that. You're, you're a fair few K away. I, I, talk too. Most, well, that was, uh, but it's too late now. It's too late, mate. You got one crack. One crack. So, G, what do you see? What do you see? Tell them what you do. Um, it's quite dark. It's pretty, I guess, what do you expect from an Oloso cherry cast. So, it's um, the, the colour's quite pronounced. I can't find info on there. I've had a really quick look, but I'm expecting this is at 40%. I'm expecting it's probably 
um, some colouring in there. And apologies to Dee Williams if I've got this wrong, but I expect it's probably not natural colour at a guess. Um, but all the Tullamores I've had so far, the, the Standard One and the Phoenix have just been, been classy. So, yeah, pretty, pretty dark colour. And in terms of the legs, slightly different glass today. But they seem to, um, it seems to hold on a little bit there. They're quite oily, so I'm probably expecting that uh, in the mouth as well. Quite oily and quite, um, quite a creamy sort of texture. Mm, cream is always good. So on the nose here, Sam, let's get into it. Let's get the snoz in. It's, uh, so the first thing you get, I think, anyway, is very bright, vibrant, very floral. Yeah. Before I go back to it, the more I start getting like a really strong sort of citrus, like grapefruit, even I even get like a really, really overripe peach sort of smell. Oh, peach. Peaches, mm. very pleasant. What are you getting, Sam? Pretty much exactly the same, but it's also really hoppy. Yeah, yeah, that's the IPA there. It's, it's and good. that's definitely coming from the IPA. Mm. It is really, it's really, it, it's citrusy. Those, those hops are, are super strong, so. Interesting. Me, guys, I've got some... Oh, gee, I'm excited to taste this one. I've got some outstanding... I've probably picked up a few different ones after I've found one that's sort of gone, which you, you, you smell can do that a little bit once it's picked up something. I've initially, on the nose, um, the obvious, I guess, sort of raisins that you'd expect, but if I'm going to put a bit of a, a curveball out there, I've got like a real nice, like, strawberry jam. Like it is, it absolutely looks delicious. Have I got the cream and the scones? Probably not as much, but I've got the jam early. Um, that really nice sort of sweet, maybe a touch of honey on the jam, perhaps wouldn't be appropriate, but might, might have happened. Um, and then late, as you'd expect, for it's I use old oak, I believe. So there's a bit of that nuttiness um, and that sort of wood profile at the back. All right, well, <clears throat> let's get into it. Cheers, boys. Let's taste her up. Sound up. Yep. I've gone early on that one because I, I, yeah, it can be an awkward one when we're all sipping at the same time. It's a bit of a palate <laughs> for me, so I'm going to go again now and I'll let you guys kick off. Really, um, really hoppy, really hoppy. The, the mm. beer uh, is prominent in this whiskey, which is good. I really like like IPA and craft beer. Um, still getting that citrus, still getting the grapefruit. It's a little bit, it's a little bit uh, bitter. I think it's sort of like the aftertaste you get of like a grapefruit when you have something like that. Um, yeah. It's also still got the traditional Jamison flavour coming uh, through as well. A little bit of honey, a little bit of vanilla, uh, but definitely prominent with hops. Definitely prominent with yeah. the fruit still there. The citrus is still there. Um, yeah. Enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm getting that big time as well. It's also got a little bit of spice to it at the end as well. I'm not sure if you're... No, no, it is. Yeah, definitely getting that. Um, and that is, again, pretty traditional with the, uh, with the standard Jamison. So... Yeah, still there. It's there. It's just it's been raised up. Yeah, day. correct. Very smooth finish. It's one of those ones as well with the beer taste. You could just with the hoppy taste, you could almost have a couple of drinks. I reckon sell into a decent sesh with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I'll probably do after this. Why? Well, I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah. What else are you going to do? Oh. Yeah. Correct. Um, Firstly, Sam, what I really like is that you're finding some of those notes that Sean's got and you've agreed with all of them so far. I found Nick a yeah. little bit frustrating. Um, he knew two flavour uh, flavor profiles. He 
I went with one of them and he still didn't find it. But, um, you know, look, you can only go how it performs in the glass. But you, you've well, gone with those and you've added, which is an excellent well, start. The thing is, as well, you've got to remember is that, like, Nick was a first and second grader and you guys are also first, you know, pushing state level. At the club, I'm a fifth grader, just getting to four. So I really have to, you know, pay my dues first and, and then I can start to work up. So, yeah, so I'm going to agree with Sean. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in things politely so that that way I can keep going up. Yeah, yeah, almost too honest there, but I, I have enjoyed that little um, <laughs> that little disclaimer. Well done. Uh, look, it's it's a bit similar to what I expected from the nose. I've got um, it's quite creamy, which I, I thought we might get when I when I've smelt that. I've got that nuttiness sort of flavour. Um, it's quite spicy on the palate. Um, it lingers a little bit. So up front, as soon as it hits. Hits a deck, it goes away from you. It's, um, it's a little bit of spice in this deck, I'd say. But after that, I think it settles down. I think you can get through the first hour, um, or in this case, you know, three or four seconds. Um, it's it opens up superbly. I've got now. I've got lots of chocolate. I've got that mm. cream. I don't. I don't know if it's cream anymore. Perhaps it's a, it's more yogurt. It's sort of it's more of a healthy cream, I guess. Um, <laughs> but it's it's something that I'm really enjoying. The 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 finish is. That spice stays there, and as it sort of held on to that glass, um, I expected quite a rich, oily mouthfeel, which I've um, which I've got at the back. Very the finale is just a little little bit of little sweet nut, so a little bit of citrus, a little bit of nut, um, but the finish is there. So it's definitely a bat first, get through the first hour, and, and I think you'll you'll really enjoy this one. How do you uh, how do you compare it to the standard Tullamore Mm, uh, I, I, we, we've praised the, the standard for um, in a, lot of, a lot of things we've done. I think I don't, the price point's probably, uh, what is it, about $20, $30 maybe, depending on certain things. I, I think I enjoy this one more, definitely, uh, in answer to your question without raveling on too much. This one's um, far superior probably, um, but, yeah, and that's not taking anything away from the other one. It reminds me a lot of pretty similar to the Phoenix that I was fortunate to fortunate enough to try um but that's at a much higher i think it's like a 56 percent maybe but um this is really good i've actually thoroughly enjoyed this one yeah that's good that's good so this jamison ipa like i was just thinking about it i think they've managed to capture so much of the ipa flavor through this barrel into this whiskey i think it'd be a great if you're someone who enjoys craft beer and maybe you're not into whiskey yet or you sort of just get into it this is your entry this is your yeah. entry. I would usually recommend maybe just a standard Jamison for somebody who's never had whiskey before because it's really super easy to drink. But if you like craft beer and you've never had whiskey uh, or you've never had a whiskey you've enjoyed, you're going to enjoy this whiskey. It's, it's super it's – just, it's just like a whiskey and a, and a craft beer melting pot. Just put yeah. together. Really, really good. Really delicious. I could see myself drinking a whole heap of these on a nice hot day out in the backyard uh, with some friends. Yeah, very, very enjoyable. Price point's also outstanding for your, for your entry-level whiskey as well. It's, it's you know, the combination of the IPA and the whiskey, and it comes at a good price, so you can't really ask for much more. Oh, mate, really good. Really, really good. Um, GC, are you ready to score? Oh, look, I'm ready to score, but of course we'll let the, the, the guests probably go first. But um, just thinking about, as you said there, like the trying to really think the difference between this and the original, um, the standard expression, I just, nothing beats time. And well, it's the case in lots of whiskey anyway, and that's not a blanket rule, but 
I think the extra time in the cast for this, um, Tullamore Dew, uh, really has really helped it. And I think that, well, obviously the pot still, that extra spice has come through a lot, mm. which uh, reminds me a lot of like a rye bourbon okay. uh, with that extra. Right. Still. So I think we'll go, Sam, what would you like to go first? Yeah, well, GC, can I ask one question? I know the rules here. You guys ask the questions, not, not me, but I thought I'd just sneak one in. Mm. Before you with the colouring, so I know that obviously the will be listening to this, but why would, a, why would someone put colouring in a whiskey? What's the, you mentioned before that, that it's probably got a bit of colouring in it. Why would someone do that? Purely, a good question. It's purely aesthetics. I think it's E150A, I think is the, the actual um, colouring code, I guess, um, what it is. Yep. It's sort of like a caramel colouring. Um, yep. And it's pure, it is purely aesthetics as far as, it's, as I know. I uh, can't imagine any other reason. Like when people buy whiskey and when they've got, and this one started actually as a, as a duty-free expression. And yep. so people, if you're not well-educated enough on whiskey or wherever you are at and you, and you see two Tullamore Jews 12 next to each other and one's a slightly different colour, like the chances are people might just walk past it. Yeah. Um, so they do it to make sure that between their batches, each cask, all that sort of stuff, they can get a real consistent colour. Cool. Um, so it's purely aesthetics. Can you, out of 10 glasses of water and you added a few drops of the E150A, could you pick it? I don't, I don't know. I've never done probably it. Probably not. But yeah, probably not is the answer. Well, I, I wouldn't be able to. I'm sure someone, um, the test captain of whiskey would be able to, but I think um, it's just aesthetics, yeah. Yeah, and he's definitely not in this, uh, this podcast, but that's all right. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sam, let's go. Uh, Jamson IPA cast mate, what is your score out of ten? Yeah, so overall it was. Uh, I'm not going to go on like Greg would for for quite a long time with the with the review, but I thought overall it was. It's such an easy drink, um, really light, citrusy tones, well, um, fantastic. Uh, hops were good, great combination of beer. Um, so I'm going to give it um, and stay true to the, the the original Jamison. I'm going to give it a seven point four out of ten. Good score. A professional score too. Decimal point. Well done. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm also going to obviously give the Jamison IPA a score. For me, it's like, I've had to think about this. I feel like this is like Jamison has gone away for the weekend, probably to Byron Bay, got some sun. Yeah. Uh, had some fun, had a few beers, come home, feels fresh, rejuvenated, ready to rip into life again. It's been given sort of a new lease on life, the standard Jamison. Now, that's not obviously going to be for everyone. Uh, but for some people, that's going to really, really appeal. I think it's um, yeah, super tasty, uh, very, very drinkable. Uh, and so my score is going to be a 7.5 on the dot. Um, I've one up, Joe. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a move. It's a power move, and I've made it. That's right. Mouthing, yeah. It's an alpha mouthing. I wanted that to happen. That, that's perfect. <laughs> we uh, we do say that 7.5 or above is a score that you should, if you can, go out and get the whiskey. And I feel like you, if you if you can, you should go out and get this whiskey. So yep. I'm going to give it seven point five. Well done, nice, uh, good reviews there. And I'm not offended that I carry on with my uh, scoring, but that's okay. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll be brief. And I'll, I'll I'll try and do this under ten minutes. I find I can't. What we discussed just before we started was um, what sort of numbers we are. I haven't um, had a too close a list of our scores, but. As Sean said, anything about a seven and a half is a is a you should get. Um, well, that's what we think anyway. Um, 
I really like this. It's, um, it's, it reminds me a lot. It's a, and it's a similar price point to the Jamison Black Barrel, which I was really big on. It's got that sort of big mouth feel, but probably a lot, a lot sweeter, if anything. Um, I would definitely encourage people to go get this one. Um, I think it's... I'm just going to give the score now, because that, that's me. I'm going to go a 7.9. A seven, I'm going to go seven nine. I really like this one. I think it's great. Um, I'm, I'm big on Irish whiskey. I think it's got uh, that real pot still influence there. So a bit of spice, which probably makes up for a bit of the, the 40% uh, ABV. So yeah, I'm really happy with that. I think it's lovely. Right. Good job, mate. Well done. Good review. Pretty good scores. Pretty good scores. Uh, Sam, thanks so much for, uh, for jumping on board. Whiskey Brothers, we, uh, no. we appreciate your input. Just I'm honoured. Thank you. Oh, we do have a question, actually. Greg, we've got a new question for the guests. And you'll we have a question. And this, 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 might quit, this might catch out a few people um, yep. if they haven't listened to the podcast that come on. So you're the first to, to cop it. Um, and it's just a very simple question, Sam. If you were a whiskey, what whiskey would you be? I would be a Starwood twofold. What? What? Because it's my favourite whiskey at the moment. It's one that I enjoy. <laughs> that's gold. I know that. Yeah. That's one of the few that you've got. So that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Then and the reason it's because it's uh, it's from a red wine cask. Yep. Um, and I, I'm a massive red wine drinker. I love it. Uh, so yeah, bloody awesome. Oh. So that's that's the whiskey that I would be in short. Yeah. On the spot, I absolutely love that. Before you came on, if we said if you get stuck, what what are we saying? I said a Hellier's Road Pinot um, because of uh, your love of red wine and you, you're as Aussie as they get. And then I saw you turn up with a hat and I thought maybe it's a Hellier's Road Peter with that, yeah. uh, that chimney influence there. So well done. Great job. Thank Thanks you. For coming, Sam. Absolutely. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Guys, thanks very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back more soon with uh, more from the Whiskey Brothers. Until then, enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. If you did, please make sure to share it in your Instagram stories. Make sure you tag us. Also, it'd be great if you could subscribe and give us a five-star review. We would love that. It helps us grow the podcast, helps us get out to more and more people. Thank you so much for your support, team, and we'll see you soon.